0: Uh, yes, how we doing? Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B O B where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. I'm your host, Robert T Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. And today, this podcast episode, I think we have a uh, I have a fun topic. And that topic is is goodness taught Or is it innate? Like in other words, are you born with goodness or are you taught how to be good? So for openers, I just want to share with you what Webster's Dictionary, how Webster's Dictionary defines goodness. What is goodness? The quality of being morally good or virtuous. Virtuous? Well, what is virtuous? Having or showing high moral standards. Now, just for all intents and purposes for our discussion today, we're talking about goodness, but that can be interchanged with kindness. So we'll be going between goodness and kindness. But the idea is, are we taught to be good or are we born to be good? So having said that, let's get started. Good and evil has always existed like two sides of a coin. Some studies show that goodness has been the desired option, but it seems like evil usually prevails. Now, we may find, in general, goodness Within within our respective families, you know, your grandma. I know my grandmother. I had t- both my grandmothers, and they were just that place that you went for the extra hugs or the, the extra snacks, the ice cream, and things like that. And then you have your parents, your father, your mothers look out for you. You know, as parents, we want to make sure that our children, you know, have what we need. And get what they want, and and things like that, and you know, we have our cousins, sometimes cousins, and are or, or, or closer than brothers and sisters, and you know, so on and so forth. Now, on the other hand, many of us, you know, may not have goodness going on between their family members. Have, I mean, for God's sakes, have you seen have you seen the news lately? I mean, there between the gun violence and sexual assaults and um, young girls and boys being snatched off the street. I mean, actually, kidnapped, intimate partner violence, and so many other types of anger is in our midst. Have you ever seen the phone recordings? of teenagers when they fight. I mean, for God's sakes, I mean, some of the stuff you see the way uh, these teenagers, when they jump another is usually a group of kids jumping on one child or one teenager. And these, this group of kids, they will be kicking um, people in the face and their ribs and stomping them and punching them. I mean, just brutal, Beatings, brutally beating each other. And I have to ask, where does all of that anger come from in these situations? Now, as a therapist, which I am, I'm aware of, you know, how childhood experiences, you know, affect affect us. As, as teenagers and young adults, you know, and if our, if our childhood experiences lack, you know, proper nurturing or the attention we need as, as babies and toddlers, and we do not get the love and the care and the timely response to our needs as babies, you know, as babies you know, we cry because either our diapers or pampers are wet or we are hungry. And if, uh, you know, if our parents are drinking or drugging or just not available to us, when we reach out in the way we reach out as babies by crying, or we lack the, you know, the proper feeding or bathing or having our pampers changed in a timely fashion. I mean, And if you just are not or did not get the the proper overall standard of tender love and care for your overall well-being, you know, as a baby or as children, I mean, that can lead to one evolving from childhood into adulthood, either feeling whole or insecure I mean, there's so much that comes with that, especially if um, we have or if, if there's a lack of proper nurturing and so on. And so, where does goodness come from? My question for you today is is goodness taught or is it innate? In other words, Is goodness already in us naturally? Are we born with goodness? That is the question. Now, let's explore a couple of scenarios. If goodness is taught, the first place we will receive our goodness lessons is in our own families, right? So let's look at that. So as I said earlier, now our parents and other relatives—I'm uh, sorry—and other relatives, you know, as far as my upbringing was concerned, you know, my parents taught me, and my 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 cousins—they taught us manners, you know, to say thank you and please, excuse me, God bless you. And I guess what I'm saying here is our families can teach us to do the right thing when nobody is looking. But to me, that sounds like something that comes from within because, you know, like I said, learning, you know, your manners, how to say thank you and please, and God bless you. Those are things that we are taught how to behave in public and how to show appreciation and gratitude for things that we receive, you know, on a daily basis from our family members or people outside of the realm of our family. As a parent myself, in raising my children, my wife and I, we, we try to teach them by speaking to their, their moral development, if you will. You know, we talk to them about telling the truth, being honest and accepting and taking responsibility for the mistakes they make or the things that they do wrong. But in the end, only time will tell if we as parents were able to influence the morality of our children. Now, my wife who is the most wonderful goodest person? Now I know that goodness is not a word, but for the purposes of this discussion, goodness or goodness is a word. And my wife is probably the most wonderful goodest person I ever met. And she maintains that her goodness was taught to her by her parents, both her mother and father set examples for her and her brothers and sisters of goodness. She says that was demonstrated to her and her siblings during both good and bad times by her parents. In other words, my wife has shared with me stories where, you know, where, where, when they were children, how some of their neighbors would—I don't know how they would break into, you know, their apartment or how they got in, but there were times when neighbors would break in and steal food and other personal belongings from them, and they knew who the neighbors were, but in a time of need, you know, my my wife says that her mother— She didn't hold that against them. If if, if those same neighbors who stole their food and, and clothing and other items, if they were in need of something, my wife says that her mother, she gave, she helped the neighbors when they were in need. Now, as much as I, you know, try to disagree with her, because I believe that goodness comes from within, that we are born with it. But I have to tell you, it is hard to debate this subject with my wife because not only is she full of goodness, but so too was her oldest sister, who, who has since passed away, God bless her, and both of her two older brothers and her youngest sister. I mean, for God's sake, all of them are just some of the nicest and goodest people I ever met. And perhaps there's some truth to what my wife's, my wife is saying that she learned her goodness from her parents because not only, not only is she wonderful and her youngest sister is a wonderful, generous person, but her two oldest brother, and older sisters are as well. But to make matters even better, the children of her brothers and sisters, you know, our nephews and nieces, they are also very nice and kind. They're they're young adults now, but they were wonderful children and even as adults, they are just very nice young men and women. Now my research shows that there might be some truth to what my wife is saying. And the research says that kindness is in our genes. According to several studies over the past decade, where, whereby kindness has a genetic component. So go figure, go figure on that. The wife says that she learned from her parents how to be kind. That's where she got her goodness from. And there's some research that speaks directly to that. So where am I to go with that? But I will continue on. Because you see, unfortunately for some of us, we may not come from families where goodness is taught. And that is where my position and this whole subject comes into play, that goodness is not taught to us, but that we are born with it. It is inside of us. Think about this. If we cannot or do not get goodness from our own teachings from our families, then where is the next place that we could be taught goodness? That is the question. And it is also a monumental paradox in that the desired state of goodness remains elusive while the undesirable remains in full effect. So I asked the question again. Where is the next best place for goodness to be taught? That is the question. What what is the next best place that we can learn about goodness if we cannot or did not or was not taught about goodness from our families? But before we get to that, I'm going to step to the side and let a promo in, and we'll pick it up on the other side of the break.
1: Relationship Readiness Life and Work Preparedness Services, the place you come to for coaching, consulting, and counseling in life, love, and work. We are a multi-purpose service organization that will coach you up, educate, guide, and motivate you to succeed. To learn more about our programs and services, please contact Robert T. Gardner Jr. by email at changeagentrtg at com or request a meeting for a free one-hour consultation at relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and let's go back to Station B-O-B. Okay, welcome back. So as
0: I was saying before the break, that if we were not, or did not get any teachings about goodness at home within our families, what would be the next best place for us to learn about how to be good? So I would like to think that school should be the next best place where we as human beings could and should learn something about goodness. Heck, We sit in school for six to seven hours a day, from preschool to pre-K up through the 12th grade. And some of us who go on to college, graduate school, law school, or medical school, put in another four to eight years of formal education. And based on my experience, having been to college, Graduate school two times. Nothing has been included in any of my school curriculums that speaks to our moral sense of awareness. And some will say that it's not the job of the schools to teach us how to be good or kind. And then I would say, but why not? Let me ask you, as an adult, when is the last time you used an algebraic equation or needed to use the metric system? I'll wait. Like I said, we we go to school and we learn so many things, but we, you know, education is good and I am all for education. But between the the length of time we spend in school from preschool to high school. I'm of the opinion that we should be taught something about how to understand, how to behave, and how to treat one another, how to be good to ourselves, and how to be good to one another. And so I asked, when is the last time you used an algebraic equation? I'm going to ask you again. That's right. All I hear is crickets. Perhaps we have it all wrong in school because you see, we are taught to be smart and pretty much trained as to how to get jobs. But now I'm going to ask you, when is the last time you had to make a decision to do the right thing when nobody was looking probably five minutes ago. Did you struggle with that decision? Well, I hope not. My thoughts are regarding school is that we should also be taught how to live with one another, how to be good to ourselves how to be kind. I mean, there should be something in the curriculum that includes that. How to be good to one another instead of learning how to be smarter than one another. See, in this discussion about, are we taught to be good or are we born with goodness? What what I'm doing is, Sort of a a process of elimination Whereas first we talked about Can we get goodness from our family? My, My wife believes That we can and that we do But I agree There is some truth to that But all of us do not come from so-called loving families. Then we look at school and it could be said, it is not the job of teachers to teach our kids, our children about goodness. Then by golly, if school is not where we go to learn about goodness then expand the curriculum to include some goodness education as we are captive audiences to our teachers from the ages of three up to 17 or 18 years of age as we pass through high school. So if not school, then what about church? Now, church is the place where we go, you know, to the so-called moral high ground. And I have to tell you, I wonder if church is the place that we go to learn about goodness. You see, I worked in the church or for a church as, as the executive director of a community service program. And prior to my starting on that job, one of my good friends who is a minister at a church, he warned me when I first took the job, as I just stated. And this is a quote. He said, Rob, the politics in church are more ruthless. That's right. He said, The politics in church are more ruthless than in corporate America. I was a little taken aback by by that because I'm thinking, you know, this is church where everybody is good and everybody, you know, is taught to do the right thing and and so on and so forth. But it turns out that he was right. Right. And my experience in working for that church was one of the worst experiences I ever had. Now, what I'm doing is I am not bashing the church. This is not a knock on the church. I'm really just talking about my experience in one particular church. Although, you know, I see the behavior of others who are devout church Goers, if you will. And so I just wanted for the record to say that I understand the, the good work of church. You know, church uh, provides scholarships to our, our young adults, our, young, our children going to off to college uh, provides, you know, churches feed the hungry, the the assortment of ministries. Um, are there to provide supportive supplemental programs, you know, to support our well-being, so on and so forth. So what I am saying is not bashing the church. That's not what I'm doing, and that's not what we do here at Station B.O.B. What I'm talking about is that a friend of mine admonished me by saying that the politics in, in church are more ruthless than a corporation. And so, like any place, there are good and bad people in our families, in our schools, and in our churches. Then, if that is the case, and goodness is taught in some families and not others, and it is totally not taught in any organized, structured way in school. And then I guess based on your own experience, you can determine if your experience in church improved your moral awareness for goodness. Then what is left? There is such a thing as goodness and or good people, but how or why are they good? I believe goodness is an innate characteristic. In other words, we are born with it. What do you think? If you have any thoughts about this, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com and let me know your thoughts. And I have some more research that I've done on this topic. Is goodness taught, or are we born with it? But before we continue any further with this discussion, I have to step aside and let another promo in, and we'll pick it up on the other side of the break.
1: Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books, You will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show.
0: Okay, thank you very much. If you are enjoying the topic, I'm just checking with my studio audience. If you are enjoying the topic, please Let me know. Well, thank you very much. We try to provide just good quality content at Station B.O.B. And what we also do at Station B.O.B., we like to take a a laughter break because laughter is good. It relieves stress. It helps us to smile and think about good things. So right now, take a minute and think about something funny that you did or that you saw, or just if you have a funny joke that would make you laugh, think about it as we take a a couple of seconds to just laugh. Okay, welcome back. So before we left for the promo, I had indicated that I had some additional statistics on the question of whether or not goodness is taught or are we born with our goodness. But before I share some more of my uh, research with you on that topic, I wanted to first share with you why this topic is is important to you. You see, in this life, excuse me, in this life we live, we should be more aware of who we are and what is good, about us, I think it's important to understand that what is good about you comes from within, and it is imperative that you learn and understand the power you have from within. You see, because most good things work best from the inside out, and that would include us as human beings. And with that said, now I'll move on to share the research as we just about get ready to wrap up this podcast on this topic. So here's the research on whether or not goodness is taught or are we born with it? And my research says neuroscientists have found evidence that our brains are hardwired for compassion to be sympathetic And to feel pity for the suffering of others So yes We are born with the capacity for kindness But also Psychologists Researchers Also tells us That kindness can be nurtured And grown and improved through practice So there you have it I guess my wife is right And I was right, we're both right, on the idea that goodness can be taught, but we're also born with goodness. Goodness comes from within. And with that said, I want to thank you for tuning in. Remember, love is not a word. Love is an action, and it's not supposed to hurt. You can get my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Pandora, Apple, and anywhere on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and so on and so forth. Well, that's a wrap. And from the words of my favorite comedian, Martin Lawrence, I'll see you when I see you. Peace As we wrap up this show I hope this topic helped you to grow And now you know a little bit more Than you knew before If you have any questions about this topic Please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com See my website, relationshipreadiness.org to learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. If I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.